Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Final hour of the big program. Look, we know what the look. The roster is what it is. You heard Santana Moss with us last hour. They're not going to chuck it 30 times a game unless they're behind. That's a disaster scenario. But there is an opportunity to be more efficient at what they're doing. Plays are available out there to be made. And if they make those plays, then the Washington Commander should be fine against the Giants coming up this week. Heineke threw 41 times last time out. Mm-hmm. By necessity, though. Necessity, yes. What was the score, Chris? The Giants were winning a predominant. Right, but they were also up 10-0 at one point in the game. At one point, but they weren't throwing much after they got up 10-0. But also because of a 10-minute overtime period, Mm -hmm. too. So that's, you know... his, his, Scott Jackson would say 10 to 0. Right. His average numbers, right? uh, Let me give you his throwing attempts per game since taking over. Against Green Bay, 33. He was horrible in the first half. Remember, through that pick six, should have had at least another one. Had a fumble that sh- that did get returned for a touchdown that they called back because of some wackadoo penalty. 33 attempts, 31 attempts at Indy, 28 attempts against Minnesota, 29 attempts at Philly, 27 attempts at Houston, 23 attempts at Atlanta. 41 attempts, five sacks against the Giants. And by the way, again, the Giants, not only five sacks against Heineke, they had four sacks, as wretched as they were. Last Sunday against the Eagles, they had four sacks Mm -hmm. against the best offensive line and arguably, right now, the league MVP. They had four sacks. And Ojolari, who's now back for a couple of games, had a sack against the Commanders, had two Last week, Which and means they blitz from plays everywhere. Are there, yes, you have to make them right. because you got to make them pay for that. But it also means that it's very likely, even if the Giants don't play well on the back end, which they don't, mm-hmm. and even if they don't stop the run, that they could probably get home three or four times sure. on Sunday night, almost. And if you drop one of those balls and it turns into a turnover, exactly. I mean, look at how that early turnover helped Washington jump out 10 if, if you think about it, Pete, even if you don't fumble, right? And remember the free run that Kayvon Thibodeau had in overtime at the two-yard line? Mm-hmm. At Heineke, a complete breakdown. Heineke didn't see it. Heineke didn't recognize it. I don't know what happened with uh, – that was from Leto's side. I don't know if it was him, tight, tight end, whatever – Somebody did not pick up Kayvon Thibodeau, and he came in like a locomotive and almost ended that game. Now, Heineke held on. Granted, it's not only what if a sack, fumble, fumble, all of that is true. Absolutely. What if they sack him four times and say, you know, four or five-yard losses, for argument's sake, each time, and say it's on second and ten? That's four possessions. That if this team is in third and 13, third and 14, third and 15, that's four possessions. If if you just use four sacks, right? Not five, but they had four last week. Just use four Four possessions that probably are nothing. They have to avoid not only 
the turnovers, which again, we all know how many turnover worthy plays and how I mean we all watch the games. We all know, yes, other quarterbacks make mistakes and get away with stuff too. The difference is is they make a lot more plays. Like Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, they all make Kirk Cousins, they all make bad decisions. They all make bad throws, bad reads, mistakes. They all try and do too much. But Pete, what do, what do they also do? They make a lot of good plays, right? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, and mean, a lot more than Taylor Heineke, and so, that's the difference. You know, the, but the thing about it is they have, and this is where Scott's really got to refine the game plan, in my opinion, the next few weeks. Whatever it takes to get the ball in the hands of 1 and 17 and 10, okay, because all three of them are gifted in the open field. It doesn't have to be beating a guy on a 40-yard post route. It doesn't have to, you know, be beating a guy on a 40-yard fly pattern. Did he not do that though against the Giants? I mean, the At touchdown times, to yes. the touchdown yes. to Terry was a At screen t- to the one, right flat. No question. The open one to Logan Thomas, wide open at the five-yard line. Jahan in Dotson the left made flat, a beautiful one, catch in the open field and juked the guy out and of his with shoes. a spin. Absolutely. What okay. was that? A seven-yard throw. But that's what I'm saying though. Whatever you do, okay, allow the ball efficiently to get to the hands of one, ten, and seventeen. I agree. And let them go to work. And how about more screens? Even if they don't block no. it right, how about more screens? No, that's a wasted play. It's not a wasted they don't, play. No, they don't block it right. Well, they don't have. Okay, how about blocking it right? Have, no, 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 no. If you, if you look, Dotson is the only guy on the perimeter. Dotson and Samuel can block. They will block. Dotson's a willing blocker. I right. love watching him block. But they don't have the offensive lineman. The athleticism right now on the offensive line in certain spots that you need to get out there and block those plays correctly. I would agree, however, what happens... That's why they're a disaster. They are a wasted down sometimes. Let me ask you this, just as a counterpoint. I would agree largely with what you just said. And clearly, again, that was Brandon Sheriff's greatest asset, in my opinion. The throw to Terry for the touchdown to put him up 10-0, that was... Kind of a wasted design play. Fabian Moreau should have blown that up. Yeah. Terry made a play. You know, you, they need some guys with some dog in them, too, after the catch to well, break a tackle like John Dotson and, did, one, like Terry McLaurin did. You one, know, 10, and 17 do that. Okay, but but you don't always need perfect blocking to execute a screen or a quick the pass. The problem is when they outnumber you defensively I over there, though. I understand. And you don't block them. I understand, but that to, to me, that doesn't make me run away and go, oh, my God, I can never call a screen. You know, like Chris, you can't waste it down though when you don't have a quarterback about, like Aaron Rodgers okay, but you that can, can go make a play but for you. You can all also the time. design it better, right? You can come out when twelve personnel have Logan Thomas and John Bates on the right side, throw a screen to Terry on the right, or or, or yeah, Curtis or Jahan, but, but and the have problem, them. Right, you know, but Chris, you're trying to spread people out. The problem is when you load more people to that side, there's more defenders no, over I there. I understand that. So if you don't block them, I, I if, know but, if they but, outnumber you. But what are we supposed to do? Play tiddlywinks? I mean, something's got to work. Like, you know, teams teams have plays that don't work, but get them thinking, hey, we're going to do this. Why? You, we're going to run 12 personnel. No, but you, you, look, when you don't have when you don't have the elite person, you can't waste downs. Well, you can't, but you can't, you, you, you don't can't ha- waste downs. Okay, but you don't have elite personnel in You do have at it quarter, in- at quarterback or on the offensive line anyway. So get them thinking, hey, we we are willing to throw and have a play or two maybe go Look, for one yard, two yards, I negative can go yards, left. whatever. I can go left on something quick with Charles Leno getting out there because okay. Charles Leno, 
rolls his ass down the field okay. and blocks people. Fine. Because he's athletic enough to do that. that. Put one tight end in Charles Leno and boom. I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, you, you just you can't because what happens, you get you get multiple wide receivers over there. All right. So that means you've already got two corners and likely a safety or linebacker shading that way. Right. You have a tight end you're asking to put over there. So that puts another linebacker or safety over on that side. What about running motion from because where know, did, look what happens on those plays? A corner comes up and stands up. Hits that first blocker in the chest, okay, and usually pushes him back into the guy catching the ball. So the play's a disaster unless the guy breaks a tackle and gets up the field. What about running jet motion from right to left? Curtis Samuel does it all the time. Run jet motion, have a tight end or maybe even two, along with a receiver on the left side pre-snap. Have Leno get out there and take maybe the linebacker that's shading. Uh, have the tight end reach and get somebody else in space or lead, and the wide receiver cracks down from the left outside, and again have Samuel run the jet motion from right to left. You probably see that they're running man. Okay, if they're running man, which Wink Martindale does a lot, you have the extra uh, coverage guy over there. If they're not running man, then they're not going to have a defender trailing Curtis Samuel. Just throw him. Throw him a quick pass in the flat and let him see if he can get four yards, five yards, whatever it is. You trust the quarterback to throw the ball outside the numbers? Not always, but I mean, again, I I mean, you know, this offense is so compromised at times. What you're saying is easy in theory. But if Taylor can get the ball catch, boom, get it out quick, yeah, that in theory can happen. But. You've got to block it perfectly for it to happen and to go somewhere. I mean, don't you have to block everything perfectly for something, for the most part, to work? Uh, yeah, uh, maybe not all the time, yeah. but you know. But I again, mean, when again, you put four, when you put most of your skill people on one side, you're attracting the defense fine. like bees to that's honey. Fine. That's fine. And I if mean, you miss I, one block, Scott Turner's smarter than me. If right? you miss one block, it can blow the whole play up. And has totally, at times totally on a lot understand. of these screenplays, but but you, you know what's not you know what's also getting blown up at times, five runs a game, mm-hmm. uh, not being able to pr- pick up Ojolari or Kayvon Thibodeau or who's the guy that you've mentioned a thousand times, um, Keith that, Ellis, Keith Ellis that had the sack, uh, a corner who got the sack uh, that's not even on the depth chart. Um, uh, I, I mean, you know, like at some point. Even though Taylor Heineke is not the best short passer, quick game passer, it, it, as a matter of fact, it's not his strength in any way, which is what's so frustrating because at times it's there and at times it's not. And too many times it's not. But whatever, I, I got to try something, right? I can't just go into a game thinking I'm going to run all over them because that's what they're thinking. That's what they're practicing. That's what they're preaching to their guys. Guys, 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 guys. They're going to try and run you over. They're going to try and run you over. Let's go to line four. Cliff's up next talking about Taylor Heineke. What's up, Cliff? Uh, Commander Pete, Commander Chris. One of y'all is sugarcoating it a bit. That offense is not only challenged, but it's anemic at times. The opening drive of the Jacksonville game, Washington went down field and score with no problem like they was a Super Bowl contending offense. The next possession they got the ball, they came out like they were brain dead. It's not all Heineke, it's Scott Turner. When you're down in the red zone, particularly at the five-yard line inside to the goal line, I would run 90% 
and 10% throwing in goal-to-goal situations when I'm that close. Now, I noticed they got all the little receivers out there when they get down there. They need to put some big bodies down there sometime to get some, um, throw the ball up only where they can get the ball, like Cam Sims, Cole Turner. I know Cole Turner only had like two catches on the season, but you're trying to get your big guys out there to try to uh, create a mismatch in your favor. And Heineke, if he's close to that end zone and the first time he see a, um, a lane to take to run, I don't care. Just run the ball. If he can get in, he can get in. Because we wasting too many um, possessions and we leaving points out on the field. We're selling for a field goal. And I'll sit back and listen. Cliff, appreciate you. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, that's the struggling part right now is they are leaving points out there. And the defense is playing so well that if you just get to 24, you're going to be in great shape. So... That it's again, as we talked about with Santana Moss, Santana Moss last hour, go back and listen on the podcast. It's not throwing it 30 or 35 times. It's just doing what they're doing more efficiently. Plays are available. Plays are there. And like any quarterback, you're hoping that the more Heineke plays, the better he gets. Because when you don't play for essentially a couple of years on a regular basis, and then you're back at it now, you know, almost starting over like a rookie last year when he played a lot. You're hoping that by playing more, he gets better. And and the bad thing is you just have to play the waiting game and see if that's the case. The good news is Turner's scheming up plays that are there. And you're hoping that the quarterback eventually gets better. Line five, Troy's in Upper Marlboro. What's up, Troy? Pete, how's it, Pete, how's it going, brother? Good, man. How are you, pal? Doing well, doing well, man. Hey, man, I love you guys' show, man. You know, you 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 are the voice of reason here. You know, my my, my guy Rooster, he he's the Bobby the Brain Heenan of, of the nine eighty. <laughs> Gotta love my guy right there, man. Wanted to make a couple I, points. I, I, guys... I, wait, hang on a second, Troy. I very much appreciate that reference. You nine to five, <laughs> Ham and Egger, you. Now I'm only teasing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, wanted to make a couple points, man, that you, to reinforce what you guys said. Like, you know, one of the things was the free rushes last week. You know, that to me that was an anomaly, and that's the reason why, um, you know, we had problems at center once Martin got in there. He's responsible for those line calls. So that's why you got these free rushers coming, you know, trying to take Taylor Heineke's head off. If we don't get that center shored up, all of this for, is for naught. All right? Uh, the other point I wanted to make, man, I, you know, I listen to this show all the time, and I hear the fans calling in complaining about Taylor Heineke. Honestly, man, I just don't get it. I mean, this franchise has been a complete debacle, okay? The debacleization of this franchise is at an all-time high. And right now, we're winning games. I know it ain't pretty. It's not. It's not pretty. Taylor Heineke is not pretty, man. But the guy just flat out gets it done. And I know we all want to do, we want, we want to look at those, those beautiful plays. We love to see those 60-yard passes down the field so we can go brag to our friends how cute our plays are. I get it. But you know what? We should take a page out of William Devon's playbook. You know what I'm saying? I know we want the diamond in the back, the sunroof top. We want to dig in the scene with the gangster lean. Ooh, ooh. I know. I know we do. But instead, we should just be thankful for what we got. And right now, we have a winning team, and we are in the, in, in, in the midst of a playoff run. And the last time we actually even had a chance to win a playoff game, the guy that everybody's complaining about even gave us a shot to do that. So I say we roll with Taylor Heineke. 
As fans, we need to get behind this dude instead of complaining. He's a second-year starter, as Pete just alluded to. So I'm not complaining too much about him. I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence. He's finally starting to get together. He's a second-year guy. Uh, same with uh, Herbert. He's trying to get it together. I'm not compl- like you know, you not comparing them physically, but I'm just talking about on the field. They do make mistakes the same way. But I'm giving Taylor Heineke his flowers now. The dude has just gotten it done, and he has avoided the huge mistakes. You know, so I just think we need to get behind this guy as a franchise, man. Troy, appreciate it. My call, yep. and, and, and look, I mean, I'm hoping. Look, I, I'm actually going. I'm going to be in the stands on Sunday night. Okay. I haven't been to the, a game as a fan in the stands in probably 15 years. So if there's ever a chance to finally get behind this team, you know, get behind them. Let's go. Let's root for Taylor Heineke. Let, let's root for everybody that wears whatever hell colored uniform they're going to wear the, on Sunday night. You know, it's a primetime game. Sure, they're probably going to look like the Pittsburgh Steelers again. But you know, you know what? You know what? No, I don't think anybody knows what uniform they're wearing because Ron yesterday when asked if he was going to do anything special like he has announced in the past for like big games or primetime games or whatever, he's like, he's like, you know, something to the effect of, I don't care. This is about football. We told the guys not to worry about anything but football. We're making this about football, football, Absolutely. football. And Smart. that was the, Love it. that was the, that was the best answer. He Use could it ever to my give. ears. All, all you people that care about uniforms and helmets and shields and logos and Nikes and under armors and cleats and all that, you can all go kick rocks. I don't I, how care did I know he's going to say kick rocks? I, you, I That's mean, another you, t-shirt. I uh, just got to add kick rocks. I, I mean, just kick rocks. Absolutely. Kick all the rocks. I don't give a rat's <laughs> ass about any of that stuff. They could show up in puke green on, 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 on Sunday night and I wouldn't care. How about that highlighter green that Seattle wears for like their Thursday night game, their color rush uniform. Yeah. All right. Maybe I do care a little. They could do the highlighter highlighter gold like the Rams do. I mean, like, as usual, they screw everything up. How about the highlighter gold with the old gold Washington helmet that had an R in the middle on the side? That would be a great uniform. Well, they can't do the R, though. Why couldn't they? Because they're not the Redskins anymore. Uh, but it's not. They're, and they're not it's an It's just R. an R. It's a throwback. Right, to, but they're not It's an like R. a throwback uniform. Yeah, no. Well, like, here's what I'd they, wear it. Here's what they should have done. Instead of coming out with black and yellow. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Black they should have gone to a yellow. true gold, which, like, uh, who black is it? Florida. Yellow. Doesn't Florida State have, like, a true gold as part of their color Gar- scheme? Garnet and Garnet gold. And gold, right? Yeah. But it's like a true gold. It's not French's yellow mustard. It's like a Vegas gold, like Navy wears. Yeah. Uh, y- yes, but please stop with the French's yellow mustard color. Please stop. That's not gold. Please that's stop. That's not gold. That right. was that was a. I thought Russell that was and I done. Agree on something. I thought that was done when Bruce Allen w- w- was incompetently in charge. Please, 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 please use true gold. Those you are the burgundy and gold. Those nineteen seventies uniforms with the burgundy jerseys and the uh, gold pants that they used to wear. It was a nice combination. I liked them. Give me the yellow helmet though. That R. Somebody. Somebody I, I ran well, you into. Want, wait, you want, somebody you I want ran the into, yellow helmet? I want God, a gold helmet. Last week. Well, it was a, it's a gold helmet. Last week I ran into somebody that had uh, that helmet. Somebody was either telling me on social media or uh, that I ran into. That was a great looking helmet. 
Great-looking helmet. 301-230-0980. A couple of P1s coming into your living room via the telephone next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Coming up tomorrow, Danielle McCart from WFAN joins us 9 o'clock to preview Giants commanders from the New York side. You know, is New York fading after such a great start to the season? Certainly the competition lately, division foes, Dallas, Washington, Philadelphia presented a, a problem. But yet, after getting blown out by Dallas, not really blown out. I mean, the score was closer than the game actually indicated. Dallas was the better team for a better part of the game. They bounced back and played a competitive game with Washington. They got routed last week, embarrassed by Philadelphia. So I'm sure Brian Dable, you know, appealing to their manhood this week, saying, hey, we got to play better. So Washington is going to have to expect a desperate team coming in here. And in a way, Chris, it's almost like a maturity game for Washington. Hey, you got to expect the Giants going to be a desperate team. They see what had been a good season where they've overachieved a little bit, starting to fade a little bit. Well, now it's it's up to Washington to knock them out. This is according to Football Outsiders through our buddy Scott Abraham at mm-hmm. ABC7. I didn't – I mean, I've seen different numbers than this, but I'm just going to trust that Abe's got it right. Big Scott, as Chase Young likes to call him. Odds of making the playoffs from Football Outsiders if Washington wins, 86% Sunday night, mm-hmm. but only 28% with a loss. Yeah, because what happens is 
you would then lose head-to-head tiebreaker to the Giants. And the Giants would have a one-game And by lead. losing another game, right. you continue to introduce the teams that are behind Absolutely. you back into the math. Such as Detroit and Seattle, so on. Yeah. Giants, if they win, 90% chance, so even higher than Washington, 90% chance that they win, or if they win, that they're in the playoffs, 31% with loss. So actually... The Giants have better odds to make the playoffs than the Commanders do, depending on who wins. And they have better odds to make the playoffs even with a loss than the Commanders would. Seattle, who do they play this week? Oh, San Francisco tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. 57% chance either way. So, again, according to Football Outsiders, the difference between... As Scott noted in his tweet yesterday, the difference between the commanders making the playoffs per football outsiders, chances, whatever, 86% with a win, 28% with a loss. That's a 58% difference. So, I mean, obviously it tells you everything you need to know about this game. And I'll say this. I mean, we've spent, you know, of course, a lot of time on Taylor Heineke. Part of this is on him. If their pass protection does not improve – if they get lit up like a Christmas tree four or five times on Sunday night, I don't think they're going to win this game. I was going to say, the, see, the thing is, the next two opponents in particular can do major damage with pass rush. Yeah. And even Cleveland with Garrett, if Garrett's yes. healthy, that's the bigger thing for Miles Garrett. This He's been is an appetizer. Up a little bit of late. This is like the pigs in the blanket. Mm. Compared to blanket. as long as you don't burn, oh, as long as you don't burn the blanket part of it, I know I'm I know. good with but pigs. You in know the what blanket. I'm saying? Like this is the pigs in the blanket, and then next Saturday night is like the crab dip. Do you think they'll have pigs in a blanket for us up in section 202 tonight no. at the Maryland UCLA game? No, darn. Sorry, pigs in a blanket. Maybe I'll bring my own clear bag policy. Maybe if I, if I bring pigs in a blanket and a clear bag, do you think they'll let me bring it in? <laughs> How about that? Uh, if well, h- h- how about this? You stuff it in your, you know, the um, uh, what do you call this? The the pocket, pocket, you know, your waist pocket, if you will, of the hoodie that you're inevitably going to wear. Yeah, it's funny. My, my uh, under your big jacket. My great friend John Beck, the fireman to the stars, the quarterback shout from out. 2011 that Mike no. Shanahan once staked his claim, uh, his career on. This guy was much better as a fireman than uh, John Beck was as a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, said, you know, told me, can't wear Navy stuff tonight. No, John. No. That's all I own. So I'm going to be warm. I have a warm Navy jacket. I'm going to wear that to the facility tonight. So my job is to get there without getting sick, being nice and warm. I mean, it's a little bit different because you're going to be inside. Sunday night, you're going to be outside, so you better have layers. Definitely going to have plenty of layers on Sunday night. Let's get to the P1s. They're standing by. Let's go to line six first. That's our guy, Roberto, the Roberto 980 line. What's up, Roberto? What's going on, fellas? I guess the P1 line means I don't get the monster. <laughs> well, I, hey, think, I think, we, I think we've eliminated is, the yes, monster. We've eliminated the monster. I think. I'm the fuss of, listen, guys, here's my thing about how the commanders can maintain Winning the winning formula. The less you ask Taylor to do, the better. Meaning, I agree with you, uh, uh, Booster. Screens, uh, quick games, slants. They they have a play action with a with a with a trio a trio crossing over one high, one medium, one low, and we can run that all day long. 
on anybody as long as we're running the ball. So 24, 23, 8, uh, 23, I don't know if it's back yet, but 8 and 24 is very important. Also, just maintain ball control and ask less from Taylor because we know these limitations. But when press upon to produce, he has done it. So he has done it. So we can keep this this up. I don't know about Super Bowl, but playoffs is a pretty good a pretty good call. All right? Appreciate you, Roberto. Roberto 980. Yeah, 23 is not coming yeah. back. He's done for the year because of the neck injury. Right. Uh, but 24. Right, right, right. Yeah, but 24. Oh, oh, by the way, guys, by the way, guys, uh, my commanders, huh, 17 and 0. Thank you. I'm out. <laughs> Appreciate you, pal. <laughs> Let's go down to Norfolk there, Route 64 through the tunnel, and see our friend Paulie. What's up, Paulie? Good, Pete, man. Hell to the W, first of all. Good, Pete. What's good, man? Jimmy Mouth for the South Heart. <laughs> he ain't Bobby the Brain. <laughs> he always got a megaphone in his mouth, man. Oh, man. Hey, I wish I had a megaphone on, to drive you crazy. I call on Team 980, man. Home of the Heineke haters. Hey, F you, Roberto. You know what you're talking about, Neva. I ain't forgot about you a couple weeks ago trying to take a shot at me, man. Hey, hey, you know hey, I mean? be nice to Roberto. Hey, 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 man, I ain't being nice to nobody, man. I'm tired of hearing all. Yeah, man, y'all, y'all crying for Wentz so bad, man. Don't you know Wentz is like buying a $5 lottery ticket, man? Man, ain't played in seven weeks, eight N- weeks. Not a, he ain't he ain't got, he not a, a single a person is crying for Carson Wentz. Not a single person. Look, man. You, you you cry from all the time, and you, and you do it and you do it passive aggressively. Okay. The, the, the people in the building, they really they aching to go back to Honeyke. I know. I'm not trying to hear that. I, I know, right? You so, you man. you know more than I know about you what they want. You let everybody else talk. You let everybody else talk. Soon I get up here. You well, because be you quiet. act like a village idiot half the time. Man. Yo, be quiet, man. Hey, you let everybody talk. Soon I get up here, you can't shut up. Because you're on, man. acting like yeah, a man. clown. Rob, Rob, see, because I got to check you, man, because you say a lot of crazy stuff. You don't keep running a play that don't work. Wide receiver screen ain't work, work one time out of 20 times, and this fool, Scott Turner, keep throwing, throwing it. You know why we went out there and got it handed to us by the Giants the last game? You know why? Because he's passive-aggressive, too. He's soft. You know what he said to himself? The Giants' strength is their defensive line. Right? That's their strength. Their weakness is their secondary. So he came out there trying to throw the, throw the ball, taking us out of our rhythm, out of our identity. I don't care if they know we're coming to run the ball. Here we come, stop us. This football, man. Man, oh, man. That's our strength. Run the ball, and then you play everything off the run. You see, late in the third, late in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, he tried to go back into the power running game. You know, but the referees had—I don't know what they were smoking that game, but they, they did a lot of hindering us with these phantom calls. But stay with our game plan. I don't care if these teams know we gonna run the ball forty times. It's football. Here we come! Stop us! If I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go down shooting my best guns. Not trying to be something I'm not. Hell to the W, man. Appreciate you, Paulie. That's exactly right. It, it's spot on analysis from P1 Paulie. 
the screen and the lack of success. And and look, without going back to charting every single screen, but the perception is that most of the screens are wasted plays. And when you're an offense that has some sense of limitation based on the plays that the play caller calls or can't call, you can't waste downs. So don't waste plays that can't be executed. Let's go to Kelly in D.C. on line one. What's up, Kelly? Kelly? It's Telly. Oh, Telly. Telly. What's up, Telly? Typographical yes, error. <laughs> Typographical error by yeah. our man in the booth. There it is. All day, all day. Hell to the Redskins all day. Hey, man, shout, shout, out, shout out to Paulie. Yeah, hey, that that's the game plan, man. Um, I don't want to see us um, – Back there, shotgun ninety percent of the ninety percent of the game, man. To win this game, the recipe is to go in like we did against Philly when we beat them in the early part of the Atlanta game. Put that man on the center, off of the play action. That's where your passing play is coming from. I want to see slants, um, quick ins and outs for a man to go deep. And run the rock, run the ball, man. Don't run it out the shotgun because you 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 leave your man. Because when you do go back in the shotgun, you leave your man just on the island. I want him under center, man. Off the play action, we got this game. Move the pocket, do rolls, do boots, all of that. Move the pocket. Let that man get. Let that man see the field. And throw throw to throw to the, throw to his receivers open. Don't look for open. Throw his receivers open. Control the ball. Keep their offense off the off the field. And we got this game, man. Y'all be easy. Appreciate you, Telly. Here's one thing, Chris. I think offensively, though, they can, if they set it up right, can take advantage. Ojolari and Thibodeau, very. I don't want to say that undisciplined is the wrong word, but angles. Those guys beeline right to the quarterback. So you can, I believe, either via reverse or rollout, you can take advantage. Like read option, if you throw a read option into the playbook and he keeps it, because those guys are coming down to bang the running back as soon as he gets the ball. And if Taylor pulls it and runs, he can, I believe, take advantage of their aggressiveness at those two positions in particular. So just little things that maybe you see in the course of the game plan here to try and take advantage, but also put them on notice. Like if you run a reverse and you get it outside of one of those guys, that then makes them change their angle of pass rush and pursuit. Because if they keep going that way, then you keep doing things to try and embarrass them and take advantage of their over pursuit or angle of pursuit during the course of this football. I mean, you're struggling in the red zone. If they, especially if they fan out wide nine you, basically, a wide nine type alignment, what's wrong with a quarterback draw? Like, a, you know, Sonny used to call for this all the time. I, I understand what in you're the saying. In Mike Shanahan okay. era. Spread them out, If right? I've got Chase Roulier or Tyler Larson at center, maybe even Wes yeah. Schweitzer. Yeah. With Nick Martin, do you trust? I mean, do you trust? I mean, trust it looks like Schweitzer might play center because Trey Turner, Ron well, said, could be was back doing good. Yeah. You know, so, I, I mean, now whether he lasts, I have no idea. So I'm just saying, do you trust your interior in the way that it's set up right now? Because in theory, yes, you could bust that play. You could, you could, you know, 
break that open in a situation like that. But as we saw, guys on the interior, Lawrence, Ellis, both capable of being disruptive in their one-on-one in a particular blocking matchup. So that's, that's the risk that you take doing something like that in that situation. So I'm just saying, I mean, I, obviously they've had two weeks to put some things in the playbook. And remember, the the Giants' defense they were de- breaking down pre-Ojolari as opposed to having Ojolari is a lot different. So that's a different defense now. Scott's going to have – Scott's had two weeks now to to prepare for what they did with Ojolari being healthy and back and Thibodeau looking like the football player that they had hoped he was going to be. Because Thibodeau has exhibited exactly what he was at Oregon this year. Mm-hmm. There's brilliant tape, and then there's mind-numbing tape with Thibodeau. But he's is that is 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 that not the offensive uh, what I was bitching about with Heineke? Right there, brill. There's, there's brilliant moments, and there's mind numbing, and then there's mind numbing moments. I mean, no doubt about it. It's so hard to find the consistency in no life. No doubt. Never about mind it. in football. All right, coming up, dumb dumb of the day. Can't wait to be in Section 202 tonight to watch Maryland and UCLA. It's a great, great matchup. Two eight and two teams coming up tonight. I know Lefty would be proud of this one uh, if he were still here in College Park because at one point in the 70s, he wanted to be the UCLA of the East. Well, at least UCLA is coming East tonight to take on the Terps right here on the Team 980. Rufio's got the details. Indeed. 8.30, the coverage underway. Johnny Holiday, Chris Naki, and company from Xfinity Center. The Terps try and break a two-game losing streak against McCronin and UCLA. Go say hello to Pete at Xfinity Center tonight in College Park. Again, we will have your coverage beginning at 8.30, a big one on tap on a Wednesday night in College Park. Meanwhile, we talked about this earlier in the show during our ABC hour, if you will, and more uh, during the 9 o'clock hour. So it's podcast now. Russell and Medhurst at the team980.com or hit the rewind. Alex Ovechkin, not one, not two, but three goals last night at United Center in Chicago, 798, 799, and a magical mark of 800, and yet there's still more achievements to go. He's now one away from tying Gordy Howe for the second-most goals of all time, two away from obviously breaking it, and 94 away from breaking or tying, I should say, the mark of the great one, number 99. Uh, congratulations to Alex Ovechkin. You heard it on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app last night. Caps back home tomorrow night for the Dallas Stars uh, they've won five in a row. Wizards begin a six-game trip. They've lost seven in a row, 10 of 11 tonight over on The Fan, 845 in Denver, also on the Odyssey app, and that's what's trending. Busy Hoops Day today. We'll be reffing down in Calvert County later on today. And then I'm going to pick up my kid and we're going to go to Maryland at UCLA tonight. 9 o'clock tip. We'll have it for you right here with Johnny Holiday, Chris Naki, Walt Williams starting at 8.30 right here on your home for Maryland basketball, the Team 980. And like I said, go bring Pete. You know, you don't drink beer, a, a Frosty no. Coke. Um Pepsi, okay. I'm not sure what they serve at Xfinity Center. 
Okay. Uh, oh boy, that's a big. That's a that's a key point. What do they pour from a soda standpoint? So so you won't. Maybe I'll just get water then if the if they don't. So if it's not the red brand, you won't do it at I'd all. Probably drink water. Really? Yeah. I'd yeah, probably, see, I'd probably see, for just me, get it a, makes no I'd difference. Probably just get water, or if they have like you know Pepsi or Wild Cherry, I drink Pepsi Wild Cherry. That's fine. Okay, the, I'll go Blue Can Wild Cherry. Okay, or no. Mountain Dew. But nine o'clock at night at Mountain Dew. By the time I get home, that Ooh. would be I might be tough falling asleep t- later on tonight. Bring gotta, Pedro. Got to be back here with you at nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow morning's going to be a rough ass commute. The Kent State Flash. Yes. They just hired Chris a new, Russell, new head coach. Well, that's because Sean Lewis yeah. left a four. Sean Lewis was making four hundred thousand yeah, dollars as the head coach. Going to make a lot more with Dion. He's going to make more as Dion's offensive coordinator. Even though they don't have money to pay Dion, but you know what that means? You know that means you and Natalie at some point are going to get hit up for more dollars. Oh, donate to the Golden Flash Fund so they can hire a coach and pay him more money. There you go. So they can have some success in the there MAC, like they had when they had my man Dustin Crum. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Dum Dum of the Day on Russell and Menders. Alrighty, Dateline, California. We've seen some stuff go down in Loudoun County, Virginia, in the school district. And a couple of officials got brought up on perjury charges and whatnot over the last week uh, and all that. But this one pretty much takes the cake. So, Pete, imagine if the president of your county school district... This one in California had to resign because, because, not because students didn't do well in class or because teachers were doing whatever they were doing. No, 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 no. He was accused of paying high school choir students to perform at a party, Mm. but not just any party. No, not this guy, not this fella. Stephen Leonusa. No, it was a quote unquote private adult party mm. featuring a quote unquote dirty Santa and booze to boot. He's a 17 year veteran of the Claremont Unified District Board of Education. He resigned on Saturday. He was reelected as president of the board in November. In November. Parents Were they singing Holly Jolly Christmas. <laughs> parents complained that their high schoolers had been in, invited to this risque private function at his home. Mm. The students were encouraged, according to the story in the New York Post, to take part in food and festivities. They didn't begin their scheduled performance until over an hour later. They were offered alcohol by party guests among inappropriately dressed adult entertainment entertainers, says, <clears throat> and you're not going to believe the irony in this, one of the teen's parents, ironically named Sabrina Ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. I can't do any more than that. This guy, what a clown! 17 years, you're the president of the school board, and you're inviting a bunch of high school choir singers to your house to go see some ho ho hos. Come on now. That's ridiculous. 
Stop being a bird brain! Congratulations, you're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Well, there's no need to poke fun at Mrs. Ho, you know? I'm not poking fun at her. I'm I just wonder, saying her, na- her name yeah. Her name is perfect for this adult dirty Again, party. Slandering Mrs. Ho for something that I'm the president s- of the school board did. I'm not slandering her. I just said her name is appropriate. Yeah, that's slandering no! Mrs. Ho. It's just ironic. It's appropriate that her name would be Ho <laughs> when the... President of the school board is inviting people to a private adult party in Dirty Santa and 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 uh, women dressed as as ladies of the night are there. Let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, by the way, speaking of let's ride, have you all seen the pictures of uh, uh, Sierra out there? Woo! Check out Sierra in a Santa outfit. Woo! That's uh, I think Therese Owens has got that. My goodness. You need something NSFW. No no I was going to say, no one's ever, you know, said anything negative about Sierra. No, 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 appearance. no. I didn't say there was anything okay. negative. I'm just saying, if maybe you need, something, maybe, if you need maybe, something to look at for lunch. Maybe that's why Russell Wilson is distracted. For, I I would say that's part of the reason Goes why. back to pass, looks for Cortland Sutton, and he sees Sierra in a Santa Claus suit instead. Go, whoa. You know, in his Sierra, visual field. It's Sierra Claus. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I, I talked about me being naked under a tree wrapped in a bow yesterday. <laughs> Imagine if you had me or Sierra. No. How about that? Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm assuming uh, Linnell Willingham and Burgundy and Gold today on a Wednesday. Yes. By the way, Linnell Willingham, Channel 5's Rob Desir look like they're the same person or they could be brothers. I mean, they look alike. They look like the same people. I think Rob's like the afternoon anchor. He does like the 4 o'clock show or uh, something okay. like that. I've never seen him. So he and Linnell Willingham, you know, if Rob needs like a, what do they call those people, a uh, like a stand-in, a doppelganger. Doppelganger. Linnell Willingham could be the doppelganger for Rob Desir over at Channel 5. That'll do it for us, for Maddie, for Santana Moss. Go check that out on the podcast, please, at theteam980.com. For Russell, I'm Pedro. Back tomorrow at 9. We'll see you at Maryland, UCLA tonight. Listen live to it right here on the Team 980. It's streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.